Hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 29th of October 2021, including... Hooray! The return of Larry David's Curb Your Enthusiasm to Sky Comedy and Now TV and the new Britbox comedy drama One Night. We'll also be looking at the return of Mark Strong in Sky Max and Now TV drama Temple and the Netflix biographical drama Colin in Black and White. But first, Ian, what's in the news? British actor Will Poulter is among the stars of Dope Sick on Disney+, Plus, which is a drama series about America's struggle with opioid addiction. What else is in the news, Hannah? Well, when the second series of Netflix's fantasy saga The Witcher arrives, you need to look out for Liz Carr, who is best known as silent witness forensics expert Clarissa. Um, and in this drama, she'll be playing legal expert Fenn. Yes, and in fact, we're going to be interviewing her about that very thing quite soon. It's another good week especially because one of my all-time favourite comedies is back. Yes, it's yet another series of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Here's a clip. Thank you all for coming. Oh, I want to make a toast to friendship. Cheers, cheers. Cheers. Larry, you can't look me in the eye and toast. What does it do? You're saying, hello, I see you. I connect with you. Hello, I see you. I acknowledge you. I connect with you. I think you're rude. You see how stupid yeah. it is? So this is back on Sky Comedy and Now TV. For those who aren't familiar, with it. It's written by and stars Larry David, who is best known, well he's very well known for this series, but he's probably best known for being the creator of Seinfeld, which is all on Netflix now. So if you want to binge your way through the the this it was called the comedy comedy about nothing, wasn't it? This comedy is it's sort of like a fictionalized version of his life in LA. And it centers around the fact that he is very sort of impatient and sort of lots of things about modern life make him angry about social conventions he's always getting into scrapes and arguments with people just everything goes wrong for him and he always makes a stand about things that he disagrees with it's just it's absolutely i love it it's it's fantastic i would say if you've not caught it do binge watch the previous series uh there's 10 previous series to, to get through he does all sorts of things like uh there's one episode where he picks up a prostitute in his car because he wants to go in the carpooling lane <laughs> to get somewhere faster and he has a big argument in a takeaway because he thinks someone's been taking prawns out of his takeaway and he doesn't like it when people go to the toilet when the bill's about to arrive in a restaurant he doesn't like sharing food he doesn't like having to stop and have a quick chat with someone if he bumps into them on the street there's just lots of things that really annoy him and he's a fantastic character and Larry David is is brilliant at playing this version of himself it's really well written and so we've got John Hamm uh, appearing and Seth Rogen. We've got in this series the return of Cheryl, who was David's fictional David's wife in the series. She's back and the regulars, including uh, his manager, Jeff, played by Jeff Garlin and his friend Leon Black, played by J.B. Smooth. Yeah, it's just an absolute joy from start to finish. Is this one for you, Hannah? Well, you know how much I like a good belly laugh. Um, yeah, I think... 
yeah, I love a bit of comedy. Um, it, and, and not all comedy, as you well know. Sometimes I find it a bit sort of, you know, slapstick and not that, that brilliantly funny. No, I do really like this. I kind of went back and had a look at some of the um, original episodes and they are just... They are just really funny, and I think the sort of the, the 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 part he plays, or the person he plays, or the caricature of himself, whatever it is, is just brilliant. And I also, I do have a penchant for a celebrity, so when there are celebrity guests as well, that makes it even funnier. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's definitely worth a watch, particularly when everything's a bit miserable around us. It gives you a good laugh. I think uh, Larry is right about all the things that he takes a stand over. So. <laughs> Perhaps I'm turning it. Well, I mean, that the, you say the the point you mentioned about not wanting to share food. I mean, yeah. it is quite annoying, mm. isn't it? I mean, if you order a curry, I don't know if you go out and you're all, all having a curry, and or should we order a few dishes and all help? No, no, I I only like the korma. Oh, thanks. You want your own korma? I'll stick with yeah. that. You okay. know. Would you would you well, share a naan? Yeah, would you do. would you would you share tear and share? Well, it depends if they wash their hands. <laughs> okay. It's COVID times, you know. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I've got another comedic offering. Hannah, on BritBox, a new comedy drama called One Night. It's a story of a couple on a blind date and she's very, very nervous about this date. You know, he's a bit of Dutch courage, had some Valium, you know, it's all just a bit too much. Will she actually go even go through with meeting this guy? Um, and she does. And in a relatively short space of time, I think it's like from 8 till 1am, they get to know each other. And I suppose they're, I mean, they're, well, they are strangers, complete strangers, and they share so many parts of their life. And it's just, um, it is, it's funny and it's witty and it's just a bit different. The only thing is, I kind of wonder, unless this relationship, because obviously the premises is, you know, seeing them meet and how that looks, is like how this can run for that long, where this is really going. That's the only thing I'd say about it. But I think the whole kind of, as I say, the very British humour, the, you can really feel for her. Who's, she's very, very nervous um, meeting this meeting this guy who's probably equally as nervous. And um, yeah, I, 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 think, I think it's quite good. But as I say, I'm not quite sure where it's going to go eventually. What do you think? Yeah, it unfolds in real time, doesn't it? That's its kind of USP. And and it's the first mm. of two shows in this week's podcast with a Norwegian connection. I should say that, shouldn't I, Hannah? Because it's set, well, they meet in this bar in Oslo in Norway. I don't think I was quite in the right mood when I put this on. Mayanna Burring plays a waitress called Elizabeth. And she's she's sort of reluctantly going on this blind date with this carpenter Jonas. And, you know, she makes it evident she doesn't really want to be there. She doesn't want a relationship. I found her quite annoying, to be honest. And I, I, I've been watching um I've been watching a, a lot of, as as I keep saying, um, Married at First Sight, both the British and the Australian versions. And it was kind of it was a bit like watching an episode of that <laughs> at first. And because it you know, because it unfolds over real time it is like listening into a, a genuine conversation that a couple might have on a date so it didn't really grab me but perhaps if I'd stuck with it for a little bit longer I would have got into it but uh, yeah n- not one for me I suspect no I think it might not be I, I, I don't know how, how how it can keep on going in that sense or where it's going really but she is a little bit annoying I would tend to I would tend to agree with you but I did feel, she is nervous I did feel a bit sorry for her May cast my memory back to the days when I was single. Uh, oh. 
I could tell you some blind date <laughs> stories, but we we don't have the time. We just don't have the time. Over on Netflix, uh, we have another new series. It's a biographical drama, and it's called Colin in Black and White. And here is a clip. Since the day I was born, my passion, my love, was being a quarterback. But what you start out as is not necessarily what you become. So the Colin in question is an NFL quarterback, and he's also a civil rights activist, and he's called Colin Kaepernick. We know him over here particularly because he was one of the guys first to take the knee uh, during the national anthem, um, which started the whole, you know, this whole taking the knee movement, which we which we get in the Premier League games now as well. And he's also got a very distinctive Afro hairstyle. And this is a drama about his early life. It stars Jaden Michael, and his backstory is quite interesting. So he was adopted by a white couple. Um, so he was kind of living between two worlds, and uh, you know, there's a, there's a there's a great um, moment in the show where where he gets into a lift with his parents, and because he's a young black man, someone outside the lift says to the parents, "Are you two okay? Are you all right?" <laughs> They're just with their son, so it's very much about the black experience. <laughs> at school i mean he's a very talented hugely talented athlete he was a, he was a good basketball player he was a good baseball player and he he became a brilliant quarterback for the 49ers but it's kind of about the prejudice that he faced and, and he particularly wanted to to be a footballer above all but he found it quite difficult to make his way in that sport for various reasons that are shown in the series so yeah i think it's a nice combination it's got it's got that kind of coming of age vibe it's an unusual family dynamic it's got his relationship with the coach and sort of coming through the high school sports system but yeah it's very much got that you know this young man learning about black culture and learning to love who he is and you know where he comes from and how he fits in in the world um as well as for sports fans who you know if nfl fans will be familiar with this guy it's got that sporting angle as well so um i've enjoyed what i've seen so far i don't know if this is necessarily one for you are you an nfl fan hannah not particularly but i think that's you know you kind of set the scene really well there of what this is about and you know he was the first person to take the knee and there's sort of been much talk and and column inches around that and I sort of I think this gives some context to that too and I I I quite like documentaries where you look back at people's lives and learn something about them and why they are who they are today and it sort of gives you I, I think you have real empathy as well in situations like that because you can see you know what they've been through what their life's been like or what have you so yeah it, it did sort of spike my interest levels but I don't think it is because I'm it's not because I'm an NFL you know a, a fan it, I think it's completely something separate and I, and, I, and so therefore I think it will probably capture more people than just just the fans if you like yeah definitely well you're going to talk to us about uh, a returning drama series on Sky Max and now TV Temple you both happily married would you say yeah very absolutely no secrets or lies no. Less people know about the bunker, the better. You're never coming down here again, then. I won't be coming back down. We can forget the place ever existed. 
um, last week I was talking about Cruella. I think it was last week. These weeks go so quickly, don't they? Um, I, was, I was talking about Cruella because I was watching it. And of course, Mark Strong, who who is in mm. Temple, played John in Cruella. I knew I'd seen him somewhere before. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm a bit of a fan of Mark Strong, actually, I've decided. I've become a, a super fan um, in recent times. But he will be putting back his uh, on his scrubs and heading back underground to play rogue surgeon Daniel Milton. So it's a kind of, it's a comic drama. Um, and in the first season, we saw um, this surgeon sort of really quite s- stressed out because he he was trying to keep alive his, his terminally ill wife, um, Beth. And he's done this in this illicit clinic that he built under Temple Tube Station. As you do. Um but it ended in a real cliffhanger because she wakes up from this coma. So it's kind of a really big ending. And, and, and I think fans of Temple really wanted to know what was going to happen. Because, of course, you know, there's lots of questions to answer if someone's terminally ill. He doesn't told him. He's kind of kept this all to himself. Um, and so, you know, spinning lots of plates for a very, very long time. And suddenly, you know, it's, is it all going to come crashing down because when she does finally awake which she has she wants answers um and so for me temple is it's it's a it's a good drama it's funny in places and i think that fans it's quite cult i think people who will have loved the first season will love the second season just as much and i and i can see this running and running did you like it in i did actually and it is based on a Norwegian series, funnily enough. Um, so I didn't watch series one because when I, when I read about the, the premise, which, as you say, a surgeon build, builds an illicit clinic under Temple Tube Station in London, I thought, well, I'm not watching that. That's ridiculous. But I watched I watched <laughs> episode one of the news run, and I think it's terrific. I mean, as you say, I mean, I already really liked Mark Strong. He's superb and I particularly likes him in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy um, he is such a charismatic actor he's got such great presence the cliffhanger was that his 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 wife who he's been trying to find a cure for wakes up from her coma you do get a handy catch up just bringing you up to speed with what happened in series one and how he got involved with this clinic and his wife's illness it has got that dark humour running through it they start off now as you say they've got to kind of cover their tracks a bit so they go to the police station and they have to explain why this woman who essentially was was sort of reported as being dead suddenly has turned up again and she's in fine fettle so yeah I think it's um it's really I I like it and I will go back and I mean you probably could join at this point because there is a bit of catch-up but um yeah I would like to go back and uh and watch it from the start because it's it's much much better and more exciting than I expected. In this new series, we've got Reese Ifans uh, is joining as a sort of really frightening criminal that uh, Daniel gets involved in. And there's another Daniel, Danny Mays, co-stars with Strong as well. And you've got Catherine McCormack playing his wife, Beth. Um, so yeah, recommended, um, pleasantly surprised. We've got that time where 
you tell us what you've been binge watching. So what's on this week's list? Well, we've talked about this um, in a podcast before. We talked about Luca on Disney+. Plus. I watched that again with the children. Um, oh, it's yes. really, really good. For anyone that hasn't watched it, it's one of those films that, you know, children love it and so do adults. It's it's really good, really fun. My husband's Italian as well, so he appreciated all the Italian stuff in there too. Um, I've been keeping up with Buzzcocks. I'm really enjoying this series. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, and also, Strictly, of course, it's a bumper week for me. And Graham Norton. Um, I'm enjoying all of his interviews, particularly the one with Eileen Atkins last week, who uh, was just brilliantly who I expected her to be because she just... She she's exactly the same person. She just says it how it is. So yeah, lots of viewing for me. What about you, Ian? Well, I've been watching, perhaps inspired by Strictly, of course, because Tilly Ramsey is on that. I've been watching quite a lot of Hell's Kitchen, which I do enjoy. In fact, his other daughter was on it, having her twenty first birthday party in in the restaurant. Restaurant looks horrible, doesn't it? Hell's Kitchen. I wouldn't want to eat there. But anyway, I just like watching it and and, and just guessing how long it's going to be before. Uh, Gordon Ramsay just gets everyone together and just just shouts "f off," which he does in every episode, which is which I love. <laughs> and uh, speaking of buzzcocks, of course, uh, I've been watching the new run of Taskmaster, which is also hosted by the wonderful Greg Davis. Now we've just got time to look ahead to next week. So what will we be binging on, Hannah? Oh, we will be binging on Idris Elba. I'm always binging on Idris Elba. I don't know why I'm singing. Um, so he heads the cast of an action-packed revenge western, The Hard They Fall, which will be on Netflix. And it's the third and final chapter of Apple TV's coming-of-age series about 19th-century American poet Emily Dickinson, which is called, unsurprisingly, Dickinson. So we look forward to those and more. But in the meantime, watching.